it again at the store in my neighborhood. There's a hundred million in the motto kitty, and that sounds mighty good. Some people say I've got an obsession, a lottery addiction. I just know I'm feeling unlucky today, so I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I'm gonna win the lottery and live my life in style. I'll take a trip to Europe and then head off for Maui a while. I'll buy my dog a prime rib dinner and my wife a brand new dress. I'll give 10% to Jesus and save a little for the IRS. I'm feeling lucky and I'll tell you why. I saw a rainbow up in the sky. Hey, lucky me. I'm going to win the lottery. Play it, Eric. Welcome to another edition of the Football Goonies Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Suplick. As always, you can find me on Twitter at the FF Goonie. And uh, as a special treat today, we are simul recording, not so much simulcasting, uh, doing some video with you here um, at home today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, the big reason for the uh, the uh, big, big, I guess, uh, new development with video inclusion is, well, folks, we're doing the lottery today. That's right. We are going to be doing the lottery for the, uh, for the draft picks for the Keeper League. Uh, aside from that, we're going to go over just a couple of thought, early thoughts right now prior to draft, free agency, all that, of who will be doing what keepers or the different possibilities of what could be happening. So let's get into that. All right, so there's going to be no editing. This is going to be very sloppy today. I'll actually end up cleaning up the... Uh, the podcast, but the video will be unedited trash other than uh, the one stoppage to set up for the lottery. Yes, uh, as you all know, I have been the... This is just for uh, draft picks today, so it has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but I've been the the victim of Conspiracy Brian's uh, total... Total... uh, He calls it a a randomized lottery on his computer program that he designed or his algorithm but i mean i mean come on honestly he's hijacked it every year i've lost my best keeper and he just can't stand it because i was the original the original champion as you can see um so we're doing it a little old school now uh that's the big reveal i'm actually really excited about it and uh until then, let's just get into the teams. So first up, we got we actually got some crazy decisions this year as far as some of the teams having to make some real tough decisions and letting go of some good, good players. 
So the first team on the board is none other than uh, the complainy one himself, the Megalodons. Uh, finishing with a horrid record of not making the playoffs yet again. Uh, the big news was losing Kareem Hunt and how much that weakened his his keepers. So presumably his quality players, he has Julio Jones, Allen Robinson at receiver. At tight end, he has David Njoku. At quarterback, he has Deshaun Watson. And with the loss of Kareem Hunt... At running back, he has potentially Lamar Miller if he's back in Houston. Royce Freeman if he's even the starter. Carry on Johnson, who I think everyone's pretty excited about. Jay Ajayi, who knows where he's going to go. And Darius, I broke my leg. Well, I mean, my ACL, my knee. Uh, Geis, who has yet to play anything but a couple of preseason snaps before he snapped. So... um. We actually, me and Brian talked about it because I just asked him, and he honestly mirrored his my exact sentiments, which is because of the strength at running back and the lack of strength at other positions other than a quarterback. Um, he had to PS to franchise tag Julio. There's no way around it. That's my guess of what he'll do. I mean, the way things shape up during the offseason, this could change things. But my guess is he is going to, and he kind of confirmed it, is Julio Jones along with uh, on Johnson, Darius Geis, and then it's a coin flip between probably Deshaun Watson and David Njoku right now. I lean Deshaun Watson. And then there is also the chance that Royce Freeman uh, and Lamar Miller can play their way into uh, picks for the lottery for him. Uh, so, other than that, there's not really anything exciting. I don't think there's any way he can lose on both Geis and... I mean, lose on one of his running backs and lose on, uh, Julio, potentially. So, that'll be the... That'll be the way he's gonna go. Next up... We have Team Jeremy. Now, Team Jeremy's got some solid keepers, but some really difficult decisions. At the running back position, he has Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, and that's about... Oh, and Leonard Fournette. At the uh, receiver position, he has Robert Woods and Kenny Galladay. And at the tight end position, he has both George Kittle and Travis, Travis Kelsey, which is quite impressive. Um, I don't think there's any way he wants to lose Zeke. But in order for him to franchise Zeke, he would have to do a keeper of like... Uh, oh, we didn't clarify that, actually. Let's clarify that. So in pre previous years, we just picked players, and that was that. Um, I lobbied, and I think it's a fun way to keep uh, more relevant players in the draft and make the draft a little more interesting. And it ended up passing with a vote for all you people that are new or haven't experienced it yet is the new format is we're doing uh, your your one franchise player that cannot be touched, that you nominate, and then your lottery players cannot be of the same position. So if you pick a running back, you can't have a running back in your lottery. So that's the rub here for uh, Jeremy's team. And uh, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to lose Zeke. That's a tough loss. 
But the fact is he has Joe Mixon, Zeke, and Leonard Fournette is maybe a good one. And he's got some quality receivers in Kenny Galladay and Robert Woods. Not the greatest, but quality. But then he's got two of the best tight ends in the game in Kelsey and Kittle. And if it was me, I definitely want to make sure I have my preference at tight end uh, locked up. And I, I, although I'm not happy losing Zeke, I, he, I don't see how he doesn't put him up. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. If he went with Zeke as the franchise player, my guess it would be uh, Travis Kelsey, probably Rob Woods, Kenny Galladay, or he could maybe go both tight ends. And then if he ends up with both tight ends, he can move one in a trade. Uh, Mike Williams is also kind of a consideration, but not really. Um, so my guess for the best path is either going with Travis Kelsey or uh, George Kittle, one of the tight ends. And whichever is preference, probably Kelsey. And then for sure have Zeke, Joe Mixon, and possibly Leonard Fournette in there. The other option is he could throw in Kenny Galladay or Robert Woods, whichever one he prefers on receiver instead of taking that risk on Fournette. And also giving him a chance that if he does lose someone like Zeke or Joe Mixon, at least he has a quality receiver. Um, so we'll see how that goes. The other option, too, is maybe even going one of the receivers, going Mixon, Elliott, and Kelsey. And that way you either get Mixon and Kelsey, Elliott and Kelsey, or Elliott and Mixon. So either way, you're, you're in great shape that way, too. And you still get a receiver in Galladay or Woods. Uh, next up, we have the SC Honkers, Soccer Club Honkers. So, this one's uh, the first real difficult, difficult decision. For me, I, I think Team Jeremy's team, it, team Jeremy is actually not that big a decision. Uh, but for the SC Honkers, the problem is he falls short on his third keeper. Uh, notable keepers are Dalvin Cook, Alshon Jeffrey, Melvin Gordon, um, AJ Green. O.J. Howard and Hunter Henry. There's also a case to be made for Cortland Sutton, uh, Dante Pettis. I don't think those are real cases. Now, here is the rub. Yes, you want to keep Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is great. But if you keep Melvin Gordon, you guarantee you lose Dalvin Cook. And then you end up with... I think we actually did address this on the mailbag episode. Then you end up with A.J. Green, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and one of your tight ends. So what if you don't get A.J. Green, you lose out on Green and Cook? So my guess is he is going to go with, I think what we talked about before, is A.J. Green putting uh, Melvin Gordon and Dalvin Cook in the lottery and then deciding between Alshon Jeffrey, Hunter Henry, and O.J. Howard. Personally, it, to me, it's between O.J. Howard and Alshon Jeffrey. I probably lean out. No, sorry, we can't do Alshon Jeffrey. I'm sorry. Receiver, so it's between Hunter Henry and OJ Howard. Uh, just for a less damaging injury and not necessarily knowing where I think it's a little more, although Arians hasn't had a tight end of note, I think it's a little safer to assume that uh, OJ Howard will have a more defined role than what Hunter, Hunter Henry's role will be with uh, Mike Williams in there. Uh, not knowing the tight the tight ends touchdown upside, so I would lean OJ Howard on that, but we'll see. Uh, other options are 
like we said, franchising Melvin Gordon and then having to go with uh, Jeffrey, Green, and Howard or a combination of something like that. Uh, next up, we have Popeye's Sailor Men. I'm drinking this beer in hand. Ah, delicious. Shout out, actually, to uh, St. Arnold's. Not the most popular of the craft beer places here in Houston, Texas now because it's considered mainstream because it's one of the larger craft beer places, although they're still independent. But that Citra IPA is fantastic. Anyways, on the Popeye Sailor Men, we have notable running back duo of New England, Sony Michelle and James White. Receivers, Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Doug Baldwin. Uh, I think we could pretty much write off Josh Gordon. Uh, DJ Moore, Will Fuller, and then, of course, the stud running back of Todd Gurley. I don't think there's any way he doesn't. Uh, franchise Todd Gurley, so bye-bye Sony and James White. And then that leaves Thielen, Keenan Allen, Doug Baldwin, and DJ Moore. Uh, for sure, I'm seeing Adam Thielen and Keenan Allen in there. Uh, as far as the last one, it's anyone's guess, but it's probably going to be DJ Moore. He has the most, excuse me, the most likely uh, chance at being... Um, being the number one on his team, whereas Will Fuller is a number two that just goes big plays, and maybe number three with Kihi Huti. And Doug Baldwin is seeing a decline, and they didn't really throw much last year, so I don't see how that happens. So my guess is Gurley with more Allen and Thielen in the ether of lottery tickets. Uh, next up is yours truly, Macho Man Fred Savage. That's right. Uh, after some artful, artful trading at the beginning of the year with my uh, my Zeke commodity, I believe, and ending up with the first pick and getting Saquon Barkley, and then some uh, some sacrifice on this year to make a run at it, losing or getting Devonte Adams and Cooper Cup, but losing Cooper Cup, and I couldn't quite make the run at it that I wish I could have. But, I mean, the obvious one is I'm sitting on franchise darling Saquon Barkley, which will be my franchise player for quite a while, probably. Uh, next up, other running backs to note that will end up getting thrown back are potentially Mark Ingram, depending where he goes. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, depending on how that shakes out. Matt Burita possibly being useful. And that's about it. Justin Jackson, I guess, if Malcolm Gordon ever went down. Uh, and then at my keeper position, I have T.Y. Hilton and Devontae Adams that I traded for, and Cooper Cup. In fact, I traded for all three of those guys this season. None of them were on my team. Uh, I mean, the hopes are Devontae Adams I keep, and then it's a coin flip between T.Y. Between Hilton and Cooper Cup. We will see how it shakes out when we do that lottery pick. Um, and the only other notable player that goes back into the pool is I'm sending Evan Ingram back. If OBJ gets dealt, he is possibly a good tight end. Next up, we have Turn Your Head and <coughs> Coughlin. Uh, on the running back position, a plethora of good to decent plays with Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Chris Carson, 
Tariq Cohen as of right now, and Devonta Freeman. On the receiver position, we got Brandon Cooks, Stephon Diggs, and that loser, Corey Davis. Plus Jarvis Landry, uh, not a bad one. Uh, there's a tale of two options here. Either he wants to keep Alvin Kamara with his franchise, thus shunning Chubb, or vice versa. And then trying to roll the dice with Cooks, Diggs, and probably Landry. Uh, the other option would be to actually franchise his preference at receiver, my guess, Stefan Diggs or Cooks, probably Diggs. And then take the roll of the dice between Kamara, Chubb, and probably Devonta Freeman in that scenario. Maybe Chris Carson. I doubt he would go after Tariq Cohen. Um... I personally like that route better. Although you can lose Kamara, I think you would still have two very good usable running backs and then one good receiver. Whereas I don't like only have no one running back, even if it is the best one with Kamara. So uh, either way it goes, that's how I would lean, but we'll see how he goes. Next up, we have Carpe Victoria, the now... I believe that is the now free of ownership Carpe Victoria. Uh, we're yet to fill that position. Sadly, Ben Sullivan left us today. But uh, we will get a replacement in there. And he is getting a okay keeper pool. Not the greatest. Uh, notable keepers. He has it running back. Derrick Henry. Tevin Coleman. And Le'Veon Bell. I mean, you could say Chris Thompson in there, but that's not really a thing anymore. Uh, at the quarterback position, you have Russell Wilson and at the receiver and Big Ben. And at the receiver position, you have Robbie Anderson, Sammy Watkins, and the ghost of Demarius Thomas's Achilles. So that's it. That's all you got. Um, with that being said, as scary of a decision as this is the new owner if he ends up listening to this after he adds into the league as scary as it is putting making the decision of putting running backs into the pool i think it is the best decision your receivers are really not worth keeping uh russell wilson is the best thing you got going and although he is in line for regression uh, Big Ben's also an option, especially if Antonio Brown is back, which news says that the trade is going to happen, so uh, probably not. So the question is, do you want to roll with the best player, potentially Le'Veon Bell, or do you want to guarantee one of those uh, quarterbacks and then, or one of the receivers with Robbie Anderson or Sammy Watkins, depending where Anderson drops, and then just get as many of the good running backs because your running backs are your best plays with Henry, potentially Tevin Coleman and Le'Veon Bell. And although you could lose Le'Veon, I think it's the best way to go. Uh, next up, we have the great one. And on the great one's team at quarterback, Baker Mayfield, not really a great option, but an option. At receiver is the big win here with DeAndre Hopkins, Juju, a star is born, Smith-Schuster, and the darling, darling of last season, Julian Edelman. At the running back position, it's pretty much Jared, Jared McKinnon, and that's it, unless Rashad Penny becomes a thing this offseason. 
which is always possible, but I doubt it. Um, although it is scary losing DeAndre Hopkins, I think the only possible way you can approach this season... Oh, yeah, and Eric Ebron, uh, a tight end. Who cares? Uh, I think the only way you can approach this season is to franchise Jerick McKinnon as of right now. If Rashad Penny is the only running back in town because they ship off Chris Carson and Trader Cut, then that's a possibility too. But I think you franchise the running back and roll the dice in the lottery with Hopkins, Schuster, and Edelman. Unless they make a big uh, splash signing or trade in New England. And then, who knows, we can kind of talk about it there. But I think that is the best possible outcome. Next up, we have Stinky French Cheese's Un Jour en France. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Axel. Please tell me. What's the ruling? It plays. So, at the quarterback position keeper, we have Patrick Mahomes. Patty Jack Mahomes. Running back, we have David Johnson. I'm not going to sing it. That's not my thing, although I do steal some bits every once in a while. It's still not my thing. Uh, James Conner, running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, presumably the starting running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who knows if they get cute with the franchise tags. And then receivers Zay Jones, Antonio Callaway. I guess the running back Deontay Foreman. Uh, this is just ugly, man, especially after losing Emmanuel Sanders. I... I don't see how you need you need to franchise Patrick Mahomes. I'm not a big fan of franchising quarterbacks unless given no choice, and I think you've been given no choice. He is a difference maker, and honestly, you're going to have to make up a lot in the draft. I think you might have some draft pick, extra draft picks. I'm not sure, but uh, I think you need his difference making, and then if you only get one of Connor and David Johnson, then you only get one. Uh, and then you roll with either uh, Zay Jones or Larry Fitzgerald or Deontay Foreman. Uh, I don't really think there's much options after that on your team. Unfortunately, I don't think Emmanuel Sanders is coming back, at least in a way you would want to deal with. So, sorry about that, I had a, had a little thirst I needed to quench. So, that would be how I rolled with it, even if you end up with like David Johnson and Larry Fitz, or James Conner and Larry Fitz, that's better than not getting Patrick Mahomes and only having one of those running backs. Next up, we have Brown and some scrubs, our winner, I believe, uh, Mr. Chase Jones. Uh, at the running back position, he has Christian McCaffrey, Marlon Mack, and a bunch of guys no one cares uh, about after that. Honestly, I look at this and I'm like, how did he win? His team is not that great other than his starters, but his starters are pretty great. Uh, at the receiver position, you have Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, and Tyreek Hill, and no one else of consequence. Uh, Jared Cook does get thrown back, but I think it's a pretty slam dunk guarantee. That it'll be a franchise McCaffrey with Brown, Cooper, and Hill all being his uh, lottos unless somehow Brown ends up not playing this season because he's a jackass. Uh, next up we have Finkel is Einhorn. At the running back position he has question marks Philip Lindsay and Damian Williams. 
And TJ Yeldon could go somewhere, but I like him. Uh, Gus Edwards, he's also, I believe, a free agent. Uh, he might be brought back, I don't know. Uh, at the quarterback position, he has Andrew Luck. And at receiver, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Tyrell Williams and Mark Jones. And at the tight end position, it is Zach Ertz. This is the actual, like, this is one of the toughest ones because one, he's got to wait obviously until the draft happens because Phil uh, Damian Williams could be a problem. Uh, Philip Lindsay might be an injury issue getting up to the off season. Um, so as of right now, it sits. I'm probably going to either franchise Mike Evans or Zach Ertz, whichever is your preference. Probably Zach Ertz, and then throw Mike Evans. Philip Lindsay and Damian Williams as of right now into the lottery with a option to pivot to maybe Chris Godwin or Tyrell Williams later. And the final team is Aaron, or sorry, the Scranton Stranglers, the the injury darling of most season. Although he wasn't quite as hurt this season, it was still pretty bad. Uh, at quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. At running back, LaShawn McCoy. At receiver, we got Tyler Lockett, Michael Thomas, Tyler Boyd, Odell Beckham Jr. And then also at running back, you got Jordan Howard? Maybe? I don't know. And at tight end, maybe Rob Gronkowski. There is so many question marks on this team. Um, I think the strength is in the receiver core. You're obviously wanting to keep Michael Thomas and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I know it's a scary proposition, but I don't think you can franchise them. I think you're going to have to roll with them and then probably Tyler Boyd, a possibility on Tyler Lockett. Um, But it all depends. If Shady's somewhere where you can use him, great. If Gronk's usable next year, great. That gives you options. You can either franchise tag Gronk or Rodgers and then put the other one in the spot if you don't trust Boyd in that third lottery spot. I personally am fine with Boyd. I would probably go, uh, since you're going to be wasting a lot of early picks on running backs just to recover, I'd probably go Aaron Rodgers because Gronk's a little too much of a question mark right now on your franchise player and then roll with a bunch of receivers to... Uh, fill out the roster to start off. And that concludes our uh, our review on the potential keeper lottery picks. So with that, let's get into a commercial break because I need to set up for the draft pick lottery. Bum, bum, bum. place of the lottery ball one and I think this one actually works a little better. So 
need the... Sorry about that. So, what we have is we have the uh, setup of the spinner. It's going to be random. Now, per the Constitution, we have the reverse order gets um, picks 7 through 12 uh, of the draft. And then the losers that did make the playoffs, they go through and they will be uh, in this lottery. We're going to start with the uh, picks. What? Uh, we're going to start picks uh, 6 through 4. And in 7th place with... One, um, uh, one chance to win. We have the SC Honkers with two tickets in the lottery. In eighth place, we had Turn Your Head and Coughlin. And in ninth place, with three chances at the best spot or three tickets in the lottery, we have the Scranton Stranglers. So, one for SC Honkers. One, two, for Turn Your Head and Coughlin, and one, two, three, for the Straight and Strangers. All right, so, are you ready to spin that drum? I really don't know uh, what that means, but it sounded pretty exciting, so let's get it going. So for the number four pick in the draft, let's get some spinach going. This will be the number four pick in the draft. The best one these guys can get for sucking semi-horrible clouds. Two of the papers are falling out. Let me get that fixed. Didn't expect that to be a problem. And my assistant is here if you can see him on camera. What the hell? Why is this dropping out? This is a mess. I should have tested this out beforehand. But I'm not sure what's going on. Which leaves... 
number six pick in the draft for, go back to it, sorry, uh, the SC Honkers. So, one little change up as Turner and Coughlin jumped a little bit, but otherwise, not a bad job. Thanks for everyone for playing that round. Next up, and we're gonna fold these up a little bit so they don't come out. Next up, we have the picks one through three going to Megalodons with one. Carpe Victoria in 11th place. Future uh, owner to be announced with two uh, chances to win. And number 12, last place is Justin with Team Carnage or The Carnage. So, just for you, we got the Megalodons with one. Carpe Victoria with one. Oh, not even slip. What am I doing? Carpe Victoria with one. So, for the number two pick 
and the keeper of the draft. The winner is... It's funny that we're saying the winner. Alright, the winner is... Parque Victoria. Congratulations! Oh! I see one down here. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to go back to the tape real quick. But Brian's might have fallen out during it. Give me two seconds, we're gonna stop recording. And I'm going to chat. I'll keep it live on the audio so you can hear I'm gonna stop the recording on video land and make sure that Brian didn't fall out prior to the
The judge has spoken. Alright. So, as a review, just to be clear, we have with the number six pick of the draft, turn your, or sorry, the number four pick of the draft, turn your head in Coughlin. With the number five pick of the draft was the Scranton Stranglers. The number six pick of the draft is the SC Honkers. The number one pick in the draft is Team Carnage, or the Carnage. The number two pick in the draft is the Megalodons. And the number three pick in the draft will be the future owner of Carpe Victoria. Alright, so this was fun. I'm going to, I promise, uh, improve the, the pieces that go into this for... They go into this for the future keeper lottery picks. It won't be uh, so low rent with just the papers. Uh, I just got this. Uh, we didn't have a ton of time to prepare. Plus, I wasn't actually sure I was shooting this uh, episode today. I kind of just found out about it. Oh, you got a little shake, Bruce? Okay. Well, lay down. And uh, so we will improve on that for that. But I thank you for uh, going through it. If you have any questions or concerns, uh, you can address me or the league commissioner, Brian Brodsky. Um, this was on the up and up. I didn't have a dog in the race and we did a video evidence so you could watch. Um, and with that, thank you guys for coming in. Uh, appreciate all the, uh, all the support you guys been, uh, putting to me. Uh, appreciate all the newcomers, any new, uh, downloads. If you are listening and you haven't yet, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud or anywhere else that you prefer to listen to your podcast. And uh, please also uh, leave a five-star, preferably review, or four-star, depending on if it allows you to. And uh, with that, remember, Goonies never say die.
that's all, folks. Remember, folks, please have your pets spayed and neutered.